What is up, devoted podcast listener? Welcome to the Self Love Fitness Project podcast, where we talk not just about physical fitness, oh no, 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 about mental fitness too. We talk about self love and we talk about fitness. That might be why it's called the Self Love Fitness Project. Anyways, we want to give you guys the best of both worlds and really help you improve your mental and physical well being. Today's guest is Lulu Godden. Now, she is a very special guest and dear to me because she went through a lot of the same stuff I went through body image issues, uh, an eating disorder, and she shares all of that and more in this episode. She really shares some practical tools for how we can dive deep into ourselves, into our past, our childhood, and how we can use that experience to become stronger today. Let's dive right in here with Lulu. You guys are going to love it. So first of all, Lulu, um, actually, first of all, awesome name. Uh, I was... I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's just a badass name. Lulu Gooden. It's kind of catchy. Or is it got, uh, Godden? It's Godden, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, awesome name. But my real first question and, and kind of appreciation for you is thank you for coming on and thank you for all that you do. Um, I think that there's a lot of people out there, specifically people listening to this podcast right now, that at this time in their life, this is a time where they need a little boost of inspiration to maybe have a vulnerable conversation with themselves, with somebody else or to have some little action step that they can use to feel better when they look in the mirror. And I think you're a perfect person to have on for that. So um, just thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. And I couldn't agree more. I think that like 2020 as a whole is just about people really realizing like what's important to them in their external life, but mostly like what's important to them internally, because we've all had like so much time to just do that. Like, deep self-reflection by ourselves so I couldn't agree more yeah absolutely I think it's been a blessing in disguise actually um and I, I do want to ask you what you do specifically to to do you know inner work what kind of deep work you do but I'll ask you that in a second first I'd like to I'd like you to, to talk about if you wouldn't mind what you do specifically to help women feel better about their bodies and a little bit about the it's wild podcast yeah um so basically like I guess I could just tell you a little bit about like the work that I do with my clients realistically. Um, I actually am a registered holistic nutritionist. Um, I'm also a registered health coach and a certified personal trainer. So I'm like very um, certified. I specialize in women's health. I've taken a few specialization courses. I also specialize in disordered eating um, and like body dysmorphia, all that stuff. And basically like my passion came out of, I used to actually have binge eating disorder. So I struggled with it for about four years and I used like exercise and nutrition as a way to really like build myself up when I was in my recovery. And I saw like what an incredible transformation, like I was able to have not only health wise, but like internally by flipping my mindset from like that restriction and like shame and guilt surrounding food and exercise and more to like what it does to like nourish your body and what nutrients are and like how you can feel good about yourself through exercise instead of how you can make yourself feel like crap through exercise and food which is like a very common thing so that's kind of where that came from and then it's only been in this year actually that I've really shifted and pivoted my business and my coaching and like just my message on social media to more of like the self-worth focused aspect, because I always had that a little bit in the back, but I went through a huge transformation when it comes to like my self-worth and stepping into that. And I saw what a shift it had for me and how it transformed my life. 
And I just kind of realized that like the root of everything, health, wellness, finances, our relationships, everything comes down to like how you feel about yourself and your self-worth and where that is and how low or how high that is really determines like how healthy and how abundant and how amazing your life is. So I pivoted my whole business this year and now my main coaching is like my main work is coaching women one-on-one. I'm also launching a group course. Uh, We start on November 11th. So I like wanted to bring it to more women. Um, It's very similar to my one-on-one, but basically it's just like we focus on everything self-worth. So toxic relationships with people, toxic relationships with yourself, shifting that, stepping into your worth, healing your relationship with food, your body, exercise, just everything and really stepping into like the person that you are supposed to be so that you can live the life that you really want and like attract the things you want. Um, So that's the work that I do with women. It's obviously different for everyone when it comes to the one-on-one capacity because it's just like different people have different traumas or struggles or whatever it is. But the group course is like very um broad and it it basically just covers like the number one pain points that i find with all my clients and as i said that was simply because like i know this year has been hard for people financially and this is obviously a much more affordable option and i want more women to be able to access this um so yeah it's all self-worth based we weave in like nutrition and hormones and all that kind of good stuff as well and then you asked about it's wild um it's wild is my podcast that i co-host with my best friend yana so i actually have two podcasts um i have a solo one myself which i don't really post to too often but then i have my podcast that i co-host and we actually just had um today is our 50th episode we launched in february so we just hit over 10,000 downloads we are at 50 episodes and we have four sponsors and we're launching merch and just so many things. And yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I know we're excited. It's such a process though. Holy. Um, and basically we just talk about like everything. We call it an open, honest, vulnerable conversation. we talk about dating, um, like spirituality, manifestation, relationships, just like body positivity, self-worth, self-love, money. Like we talk about literally anything and everything and we just try to keep it as vulnerable and real as we possibly can. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to have to check it out for sure. You were like preaching to the choir for me. And <laughs> that, that's awesome. You're talking about manifestation, spirituality. You're talking about body image, self-worth. It's all awesome. Um, yeah. Actually, I have a question for you. First of all, I want to say that I love that you're doing group coaching because for anyone who hasn't actually taken the plunge to you know, invest in themselves into group coaching like that. The reason why it's so beneficial, especially for you ladies out there who might be interested, like it's not just that you get to learn from her, which is going to be valuable in itself. You get to be vulnerable in front of other women and being seen in the eyes of other people as your true self or sharing something personal with you actually is a huge token for growth. It really, really promotes growth. So if any ladies are listening, they're kind of wondering about it. I highly recommend you do that. One of the best things I ever did was, was open up in front of other people. Yeah, um, no, totally. Like one of the best things I've ever done was take a mastermind course and like be open with other people, as you said. And then from there, like I worked one-on-one with a coach and like the growth that it has brought me 
is so insane. And I feel like sometimes people think that like, as a coach, like you say that to try to like coax them into working with you. But like, even if I wasn't selling a course, even if I didn't have clients, like I would still say that like having someone else guide you and give you the tools or just like allow you to give yourself the tools is such an incredible experience. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's funny. I feel like, and this used to be me a hundred percent. We think we have to and should have to do it by ourselves. And it's like, if, it, if like, if you're struggling with something, well, then why are you struggling with it? Maybe you need more information or someone to coach you through it. Like, I feel like we just think we need to do it all ourselves. And um, for any of the guys listening out there, I know that I personally, maybe you as well, have had like this concept of like, we need to, you know, be the tough guy and, you know, pull yourself by your bootstraps and don't ask for help. And it's crazy. But um, yeah, it, it, like we need, we all need help and there's nothing wrong with that. So um, I'm curious, Lou, what for you made your, your shift earlier this year that really helped you step into your self-worth? Because I think I'm really still in the midst of making that shift. I feel like I have plenty more growth to do in this area and I really want to step into it. So um, for me and anyone else who's also wanting to do this, what could you say to help us kind of step into our self-worth? Yeah, um, I think it's obviously like very individual and it depends on like, what you've been through and what you're carrying with you, like for me and for your listeners who like don't know who I am um, or like what I've been through. Like I come from, um, like I was raised around like substance abuse and addiction and like I never really had um, like stability or like positive relationships or anything like that in my life. And my self-worth from like a very, very young age was just super, super low because of like abuse and things that I went through. And then through that, like, that's where my eating disorder came from. That's where my codependency in romantic and like platonic relationships came from. And like, for me, I had just like every single aspect of low self-worth. And I was like trying to make myself feel good with food or restriction or over-exercising or people external or whatever. Stuff, right? external stuff. Exactly. Like for me, everything was always external. And I thought that I needed like the perfect body or mm-hmm. the romantic relationship or the huge group of friends and like all these things to like make me feel worthy and valid and good enough. And it's been, I, I've been out of my eating disorder for two and a half years now. And it's been a process. Yeah. It's been a process ever since. And like, I was in a very long-term relationship straight out of high school. Like we started dating when I was 16 and I am 25. Now I broke up with him two years ago and it was again, very toxic, very abusive, like very, just like break you down to the point where you feel unworthy of anything else. And when I got out of that, I actually just did a live on my Instagram this morning about all of this. I just kind of had this moment where I was like, I've created this life that doesn't align with me and I'm allowing these people and these things and these habits to just make me feel worse about myself because I didn't want to deal with the stuff I had going on inside of me. And like the biggest thing for me has been just like sitting with, my emotions and my feelings and allowing myself to feel those things and just work through whatever comes up. Because I think a lot of the time, the number one thing with self-worth and with how we feel about ourselves is 
we're not actually in a place where we feel like we can like step into that worth. We are being held back by like whatever it is that we've been through trauma, crappy relationships, like whatever it is, like we're being held back by those things because we refuse to deal with them. And we're allowing those to create our narrative and like create the life that we're living ultimately. And we're telling ourselves these stories about ourselves that just ultimately aren't true. So in order to like fully break those patterns and step into that self-worth, you have to like get really clear on why it is you feel like that about yourself in the first place. So for me, it was like, I had a really negative relationship with my father. He was an alcoholic and it was very abusive. And then from that, I carried it into romantic relationships. And then from there, I carried it into an eating disorder and into having like shitty friendships that like everyone wanted to party and blah, blah, blah. And for me, it was going all the way back to like my childhood and understanding that because of that, I've allowed myself to carry that belief of low self-worth and not being good enough and no one's going to love me or whatever it is into every area of my life. And I think a lot of the time people are too scared to do that because it is such deep work and it is going to be painful and it is going to hurt. But like through that and through feeling those things and moving through those things, that's where the transformation happens like mm -hmm. you have to allow yourself to understand why you feel like you need to restrict or why you feel like you're over exercising why you feel like you need to have this perfect shredded body that like ultimately your genetics might not be uh, able to maintain or achieve and why you feel like you need all these other things in order to feel good enough and then you have to move from there I got it. Yeah, the beautiful answer. I, I absolutely think we have to get to the root because everything else is just a surface level change. It's just, it might cover up a symptom or something like that, but it's not like actually changing the root cause. And if the root doesn't change, then the no, I'm not enough, the I'm not worthy will never change. Um, and my, myself, I mean, I, I can absolutely vouch. You have to go back to your childhood, you know, and you have to go to those, uh, those dark places. Uh, so I, I want to give the, the listener something super, super practical here, as practical as you can make it. Like, what did it look like for you? What did you actually do? Like, when you say you have to go back to your childhood, what does that mean? You know, like, what are you doing? Are you, like, you're trying to think of memories? Are you getting someone to, like, ask you questions? Are you, you know, what's your process of getting back to your childhood and then dealing with it? Yeah. Um, so, for like, for me, it kind of happened in like a weird way, uh, not really weird, but it just happened in a way that I wasn't expecting. I hired a business coach yeah. last year in December and she's like very heavily focuses on spirituality and like mindset and all that stuff. And like, um, your relationship with money and like attracting and manifesting abundance and all that stuff. And we kind of just like did some work about my relationship with money and realized that I had this really, really negative relationship with money. And then it kind of got me thinking like, okay, this is in my mind because I was like raised this way, this way, this way. And through that, I just kind of like reflected on these things and these patterns that I had been repeating. And like, she was very, very helpful in that sense. And as we said before, like working with a coach or working in a group setting or whatever it is with someone who has either guided themselves or guided other people through this transformational work is so beneficial so I would say that she was very, very helpful. But for myself, 
it was just like, I'm a very visual person and I literally just sat and like journaled and I like just wrote it all out, wrote down what I was going through. I got really clear on how I was feeling and like, not like, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine today. Like, how are you really feeling? Like, how do you really feel about this, 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 or about your life right now or about yourself? And I asked myself every single day, like how I was feeling. And if nothing had changed, I was like, okay, why is nothing shifting? Like, what what can I do to make myself feel better? And it looked like positive self-talk, like literally out loud, like a crazy person, like I am worthy, I am important, I deserve like this, 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 X, Y, Z. And just like say it and think it and write it down and just embody it until you actually believe it. Yeah. That is key. Like, like, I'm sure you've talked to so many people who have been through this journey and like all of them, like I think us included, you got to get a little crazy with it. Like you oh, got to yeah. yell it out loud, baby, walk down the street and do like an incantation or like whatever it is that really gets you to embody it and believe it. You do that repeatedly. Like this isn't like, I think a lot of people, I think I, me, me at one point too, wanted like to go back to my childhood and have like one meditation that gave me a quick fix and like healed me. It's actually the process of repeatedly going to that place. You have to meet yourself. And uh, to, to go to your point about journaling, I mean, first of all, journaling is amazing, an amazing tool, I think. But you can go to journaling and you can really bullshit yourself too. You can go there and like be not honest at all. Like, oh, yeah. No matter what tool you use, however you go back, you got to be honest. Like you got to be like completely transparent and have to be willing to be like, okay, yeah, there's some fucked up shit that happened and I got to go there and oh absolutely and you have to just like surrender to it and like let yourself feel it as I said like the amount of times that I've just sat in like meditation and like bawled my eyes out and been like okay like I don't even know really what's coming up but like something's coming up and you just have to like let yourself go through it and as you said like do not bullshit yourself because you can convince your conscious mind as much as you want that you're fine just like you can convince other people that you're fine and put on that facade but like your subconscious mind knows what's up and if you don't work with that and you don't actually work with like the deep stuff that you're carrying like it's you're never going to move through it no 100 percent, 100 percent. um so i want to talk about your uh, your relationship with food um if you're comfortable sharing with that i'm sure you are i'm no. a uh, my listeners know my story very well. I also, I suffered from an, a big eating disorder, bulimia. Lasted for me probably three years. I developed it in my late teens. Um, came from my childhood feeling like I'm not enough, all that stuff. And what actually helped me personally get out of this, and I've shared this before, was mindful eating. Um, that was, that, of course, I, I did some other inner child work and things like that. But for me, my like big secret was like mindful eating and yeah, that completely changed the game for me because I was completely satisfied after a full mindful practice and I didn't feel like I needed to eat anymore. Um, but I'm curious, like, what was your journey like and what like really allowed you to get out of that, that, that cycle? Yeah. Um, yeah, so my eating disorder started at like 18 and it was from a place of just like, I never had control over really anything in my life and like being able to control my food and like, go to the gym and do a shit ton of cardio, like felt good for me. And then I started obviously getting like compliments and I've like 
I've never been overweight. I'm five foot three. Like I'm a very petite human. And like, it's never like I like needed to lose weight or I needed to do any of these things. But I started like, obviously being super lean and like, then you get compliments, which are like so harmful. Like people don't realize how harmful like compliments solely about your body are because you never know what a person is going through or dealing with or like how their relationship with their body is. So just like, that's a large PSA to anyone listening, like try to compliment things other than people's bodies. But I started getting compliments on my bodies, not my body. And I was like, okay, this feels good. Like I'm getting this external validation. Like I've never really had this before. This is great. Like I had a boyfriend for the first time ever. And I was just like feeling like better quote unquote, because I was getting all this external validation. And so at first it just was like restricting and, over-exercising and then it turned into restricting to the point where I would binge uncontrollably uncontrollably like it started with like a cheat meal and like that was in the days of like bodybuilding is huge and cheat meals were huge this was seven years ago and so it started with cheat meals it started with the weekends being free time or whatever it was and then it's turned into like closet eating so it was like literally middle of the night eating an entire jar of peanut butter and like a box of cookies and all this stuff until I was sick. I was never really into purging. Like I just, it wasn't my thing. I did it a couple times, but like, it was mostly just like binge until I felt so disgusting physically, mentally, emotionally, and then restrict for like however many days, weeks, whatever, until I couldn't take it anymore, binge again. And it was so closeted that like I was in a serious relationship and he had no idea, like no idea whatsoever. No one had any idea. And it was just like my thing. Like it was my way of like controlling and then obviously feeling out of control, but then going back into control and it lasted for, yeah, like almost four years. And then I thought I was out of it and I decided to do a bikini competition. And I was like, this is great. Like I'll, like get myself to the body that I've always wanted. Cause like, apparently I thought a bikini competition body was like a sustainable body, which if anyone knows anything about bodybuilding, like <laughs> no way. And I was like, this is great. I'll do this. I'll have the body I wanted. And then after that, like my relationship will, with food will be great. So I like hired a coach, started tracking macros, started doing all this stuff for like a bodybuilding competition and then realized one day, like something in me just like clicked. And I was like, I think it was like my ex was eating pizza and I was eating like egg whites and like, like, and I was just like, what, like, what am I doing? Like, honestly, what am I doing? Why do I want this? I don't even want to win. I literally am going into this, not caring if I win. Like, I'm so miserable. I have like five weeks left. I'm like, no, like, no. And I literally just cold Turkey stopped, put myself through personal training school, quit my job, put myself through nutrition school and started intuitive eating. And I don't recommend that you do it like just like that with no support whatsoever. If you like, don't feel like you can, but for me, I was just like, no, like enough is enough. And I literally shifted my entire life with shifting out of my eating disorder, basically. Wow. Amazing. And because it's so empowering, right? Like it's, it's a metaphor for life. It's not even necessarily about the eating disorder. It's about yeah. It's a metaphor for your strength and your ability to change and your power, really, and your control. 
Um, yeah, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful story. And that is pretty abrupt to go from like one extreme almost to another. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, mazel tov, like that's wonderful, um, you know? Um, so what I'm really curious about now, this is actually the last question, I see we're running out of time here. Um, so for me, when I was also closeted, like I didn't talk about it. I was in a relationship, I had friends and family, didn't know anything about it. And I was like skinny pretty much too during the whole thing, no one suspected anything of it. Um, and I, you know, like I made sure of it, you know, like it was a total closeted, didn't want to tell anyone. And um, it took a lot for me to actually talk to one of my guy friends about it. And even when I did the first time, I was like, because he kind of like had some body image issues too. And like the first time I went up to him and talked to him about it, I was like super like shy saying it. And, he, and I kind of like leaned away from actually saying it. And then he asked me the question, like, we well, didn't do anything stupid, did you? And then, uh, and then so when he asked me the question, I was like, oh shit, so I can't talk about this. Um, and then that kind of turned me off and then it took me a while to actually fully open up and say it to somebody. Yeah. And, um, it was like really difficult, but it was one of the most freeing things I ever did. So I want to know what, like, what it was like the first time you told somebody about it. And like for someone who's closeted right now, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody listening to this right now is one of those people, what could they do to like actually have the courage to talk to somebody and, and have a real conversation about it? Yeah. Um, for me, like I never really talked about it to anyone in my like close, like immediate circle, just because like, for me, it was so like, there was just so much, um, surrounding like my emotions and just everything. And like, I never talked about like my childhood or like the abuse or anything like that. And like, I just wasn't an open person back then. So for me, like, I really only talked to like, my therapist and like my naturopath about it and I was like I think that I have like a, I think that I have something going on and like I back then it was like no one talked about eating disorders like seven years ago no one talked about or no when I came out of it three and a half years ago still no one really talked about it like it's only been in the last few years that it's become like such a topic of conversation and people are so much more open and willing to share and like back then I was like working at a gym. I was a personal trainer. I was like, no, like people just like, this is what they do. Like people just exercise and diet. And like, that's just life. I was like, I didn't realize I had a problem until like that moment where everything just kind of clicked for me. And then I didn't really talk to anyone about it for a long time. And then when I finally like did, it was because I actually started my Instagram and it was like, first just a food Instagram and it was like mainly just hold myself accountable for like actually eating like three meals a day and like being like normal when it came to yeah, food yeah, and exercise and stuff and like it wasn't me it wasn't like anything it was literally just pictures That's of food cute. like yeah if you scroll all the way back which please no one do that RIP they're so <laughs> photos. but if you scroll all the way back it's all food and just like me talking about food and like getting more comfortable with food and then I slowly started talking about like my eating disorder and that's when I slowly started talking to like people in my life about it. And as I said, no one had any idea. So people were like quite shocked. Um, so I don't know if like my story is that good of like a representation for people coming out about it, but I do obviously do a lot of work with clients and I have a lot of like my audience that struggles with it. And like the main thing that I tell all my clients 
And anyone who messages me with any kind of struggle surrounding body image, food, and exercise is that you can get out of it. And I know that it feels so crazy and it feels like such a power struggle and you feel lost and out of control. And like, I know that. And anyone who's been there knows that and knows what it feels like to have literally no control over like how you feel about yourself or what you put in your body or what you do with your body. And the number one thing is that it does get better. It can get better. You just have to, A, be honest with yourself. Like, like really be honest with yourself. Get clear on why you're doing this. Like, what is it about yourself, about your life, about the things that you've been told that makes you feel like you need to manipulate your body in this way? Like, why are you doing this? And then ask for help. Like, uh, ask for help yeah, work with someone or go see even like your family doctor and they can like refer you to someone. Like if you're only willing to do Western medicine or if you want to do Eastern medicine or you want to work with a nutritionist or a dietitian or whatever, a yep. therapist, like there are people who specialize in these things. And if I had worked with someone to get out of it, I would have gotten out of it so much sooner. I wouldn't have like relapsed into it, which like is a whole other topic of conversation. But like, I thought I was out of it for over a year and I still was very, very in it and had no idea. But when you have someone from an outside perspective, looking at what you're doing, your habits, the things you're saying to yourself and about yourself, it's so much easier to reflect and to pull yourself out of it. But just like, be honest with yourself first and foremost. Yeah. And, and with other people. Yeah, that's beautiful, Lulu. It's beautiful. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This was really awesome. Uh, if I know this inspired people, their lives were changed today. So um, thank you very much for sharing your story with us. This was this was great. Um, last thing, if you could just tell everyone listening where they can find you, um, if they want to contact you about any of your services or just to learn more about you, just to feel your vibe and to see some inspiring posts. Totally. Um, my Instagram is just Lulu Godin. So it's L-U-L-U-G-O-D-I-N. Awesome. Um, <laughs> thanks. I know literally everyone always is like, is that your real name? Is that your full name? I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. on my birth certificate. That's my real name. <laughs> um, yes, I, yes, yes, yes. That's my real name. Um, everything is linked on my Instagram. So it's wild podcast is linked there. You can find um, like a link tree with links to everything. My one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, I have a little bit of room left for the month of October. I'm taking on, I think, two more clients before the end of the month. So right. if this sounds like something you need, um, again, it's linked. You can read more about it. And then my group coaching, as I said, the course starts 11-11, so November 11th. Um, I like synchronicities like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, a more affordable option. It is a 10 week, 10 module in-depth course. We cover everything from removing toxic relationships, um, maintaining like a pause or establishing a positive relationship with yourself, food, your body. We talk about manifestation, self-worth. It's going to be really, really incredible. It's like, I've literally poured my heart and soul into this. So if you're interested in that, you can also find that linked on my Instagram as well. And yeah, that's basically it. Thank you for having me on. Of course, you got it. That sounds awesome, you guys. You should check that out. Check that it out. It's awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. 
Wow, thank you guys for listening. That was a phenomenal episode. Thank you again to Lulu for you know being vulnerable with us and sharing her story and also some practical tools that, that I think really helped. Um, so thank you again to her and thank you to you, to the, you know our devoted podcast listeners for taking the time out of your day to do something for you. You know, good for you, for real. And, and thank you. If, if you really enjoyed this episode, um, do us a favor and share it with someone who might need it. That's, that'd be great if you could help this podcast help more people. Um, we really appreciate that. Thank you to you. We always accept feedback as well. So if you leave us a review and you want to bring on us to bring on a guest or to talk about a new topic, we're always open to feedback. Thank you so, so much. And we will see you on the next episode. Peace.